Hello you guys, how is everybody doing? I hope you're doing amazing. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm going to do a few updates because there are several updates. First of all, I'm recording this in my car. I got a car for my birthday. I'm going to tell that story because that's a crazy story and I was not expecting to get a car. That was something I knew that was a huge ask. And when I asked for a car, I originally asked for it to be a combined Christmas and birthday gift, saying I would still pay some of it off or most of it off, you know, however much my parents wanted me to pay off, I'm willing to pay off and I would pay off. So after Christmas, when there was no note or anything or no money for it or anything, I'm thinking, okay, well, they couldn't get a car. That's totally great because cars are like expensive right now. Used cars are expensive prices of everything are high and i was like you know it's okay everything will work out in god's timing and i'll figure out a way to you know share the car with my mom um when i get my license and everything so i wasn't too worried about it but i did really want a car because that was that was the only thing i really asked for for christmas or my birthday and then my mom before christmas said can you give me other stuff that you might want for Christmas besides a car. So I did. And two weeks before my birthday, I was talking to my stepbrother and I was saying, I obviously asked for a car for Christmas and my birthday and I didn't get one for Christmas. So I'm beginning to think it's not happening for my birthday. Like it's, but I want a clear no from someone. Cause I was about 90% sure it wasn't happening. And I told him, I said, I'm 90% sure it's not happening. And I just want to hear a no right now so that I can have clarity and wake up with, like, I don't want to wake up and be disappointed per se or, you know, like I wanted to really enjoy my birthday. And so I'm talking to him and he goes, yeah, they couldn't get you a car. Like they're really expensive. I was talking to them and like, we were talking about it. We really want to get you a car by summertime so that you have it during the summer. But for now, I mean, you can just share my car or your mom's car while you're at school and all this. I was like, okay, like that's understandable. I totally understand car prices are super high and I was not having, like I didn't have super high expectations because of that, but that gave me more clarity. So he really had me convinced it was not happening. And then I'm going to, I was going to bed the day before my birthday talking to my mom and I said, mom, you know, I just, I really wish I could wake up and see a car in the driveway, like in the movies or like you hear about from people. But I said, you know, it's totally okay though, because I have so much to be grateful for and life is so good and a car is not the end all be all. And my mom said she could not contain herself at that moment. Like she had such a hard time. But anyways, the next day, I go to school, I come home, I'm doing homework in my room, and my brother's outside playing basketball. And then I hear my stepbrother go out and play basketball. And I'm like, okay, this is a little strange because my stepbrother does not play basketball. So I was like, what's going on? It's a little strange. But, you know, my brother has basketball tryout soon. So maybe, I was like, maybe he's just helping him out, like playing defense or whatever. And then we got Thai food, or we were going to, around like 5. So at 4.30, my mom walks into my room and she's like, I'm going to go walk down to get the mail because our mailbox is like a couple blocks down. And I was like, okay, like that's normal for her. She walks to the mail all the time. So she walks out of the house at the front door and then I get a text about a minute and a half later and 
it was my mom saying, go tell your brothers to go get ready to go get Thai food. So I was like, this is strange because she just walked by them and it's, we have half an hour till we're leaving. So I don't know why I need to go now, but I was texting her on the way to the front door. I was like, are we leaving early or something? And right before I'm about to send it, I'm walking through the front door and I peek out the front door and there's this bright blue car with a big red bow. I, when I tell you I was in shock they surprised me so well like i didn't know what to do i walked out the front door and kind of just stood there in total shock and talking to my mom she said they didn't tell a single person that they bought me a car except for the my aunt they stored the car in her garage because she was away on a trip but she said there's no pictures in anyone's phone they didn't tell anyone um yeah so crazy like i I'm still in shock. I thought it was a rental for a solid five seconds. That crossed my brain. I was like, hmm, maybe it's a rental. Maybe they got a rental and put a bow on it. Because it looks so brand new. It's a used car. They, My mom said they were praying about it. Because they really wanted to surprise me with the car. So bad. And my mom was saying, you never get to surprise people like with a big surprise. Which is so true. You rarely ever get to surprise people like this. She said they were praying and they really wanted to find one. They were looking all over at different dealers and, you know, all sorts of sales. And they said they came down to this car and they got it for the price that was listed. And sometimes companies try to, like, sell you other insurance deals and raise the price on you. But they got it for the price that was listed. They got its low mileage on it. has good gas mileage. It's efficient. It's, it's, I don't have a dream car because... I just wanted something that would drive, but this is a very nice car, and so I'm so thankful, but that's the fun little story of how I got surprised with the car. I thought I'd do that as a little life update, and I thought I had another one, but oh, I'm it was my birthday. I mean, if you didn't catch that, I'm 16 now, so I'm taking my license test the day this is released, which is super fun. Um, I'm sure you guys will know on my Instagram whether I passed or not, but I wanted to talk about mindset shifts I've made that have helped me embrace if not love my body more like I'm learning to it's a process but have helped me a lot so I think a big thing in learning to love your body is understanding the history you have with your body and where you've been and why and a big thing for me was realizing The last time I was confident was at a point where I did not care at all about my weight or what I was eating or anything. Every single time that I, in my eating disorder, like I was not confident in my eating disorder. Just because I was lighter did not mean that I felt better. In fact, I think the more late, what? I'm okay, ignore that. (laughs) The more weight I lost the less confident I was because I started isolating myself I didn't have energy to talk to people I convinced myself that I didn't belong that no one wanted me that I was an outcast that I was so different and as I've gone through the recovery process and let go of my eating disorder as my identity I've gained a lot of confidence but I still realized there's still this nitpicking at my body sometimes and not liking it and 
it's really sad that a lot of people chase these body-focused goals, but you're never satisfied when you're chasing body-focused goals, ever. I don't remember a single time in my eating disorder where I was like, oh yeah, great, like I achieved what I want, let me just stop now. That never happened, ever. And so coming to that realization is like monumental. You have to realize that you will never be satisfied chasing a look or a physical desire. And the past few months, I have stopped caring. That's not to say it's easy. Like, it's hard a lot of days to look at myself and see maybe I look different than I did six months ago, or I feel different, or I'm not used to looking or feeling like this because of my history. But I've had to stop caring to fully gain this sense of freedom and recover. And I think there's just a point where you just get sick of it. Like, I'm so done of putting on a pair of jeans and thinking, oh, well, I don't feel comfortable, like, feeling squirmy because these fit this way. Why can't I just buy a pair of jeans and try them on and love them and be fine with how they look on me? Like, they're jeans on my body. That's all it is. It's not that deep. It's really not that deep. And I feel very fortunate that I'm raised in a household where my mom has created a very, like, safe environment. And my mom was never one to pick apart her body in front of me or anything, or mine for that matter. I was never told of the doctor's things that harmed me in my childhood. So I feel like growing up, my childhood was pretty all-around safe for that headspace. But I'd say as I've recovered from my eating disorder, it's just a lot of rewiring and it's hard and it sucks, but it comes down to this. How long do you want to go on fighting yourself? Because if I stay in the same mindset, picking apart my body that I used to be in, I could go on like this for years. Imagine having kids, but still being trapped in this headspace. Imagine... 10 years from now, do you still want to be where you're at? I doubt it. I really do. So some things that I really started implementing that have helped me a lot is a taking care of my body as my one of my top priorities. So whatever that looks like that day, I've learned that there are lots of things you all have to do every day, but for the season of life I'm in, taking care of myself, like self-care is a top priority. Sometimes I tell people I can't hang out with them because I know I need a day to rest and I need a day for my mental health. Sometimes I don't do the extra credit assignment or I don't do the most. I'm not doing the most out of everyone some days, which is also hard for me. Being a type A person, the personality I have is do the most, you know, overachiever, all this. Learning to step back and be okay with less than perfect some days because I know I need time to take care of myself. And so I mentioned this in my resolutions podcast, but one of my biggest resolutions is to put me as a top priority and taking care of my body and whatever that means. And so that's been a big thing. Just giving myself the space to take care of myself has really helped me appreciate my body and all that it does for me because I realize how much it gets me through and what it's got me through in the past 
Getting through an eating disorder is no easy feat, and your body is so resilient. Your body does so much for you. Like, I, this is honestly something that fascinates me. Going into, like, the the scientific side of things with eating disorders and how your body protects you through it, crazy. Your body is so smart. It knows how to turn off non-essential functions to keep you alive. Am I happy I don't have a menstrual cycle that's regular? No. But I am grateful that I have a body that's smart enough to do that, that God designed it to be able just to be that smart and to take care of me. And so being grateful for your body and things it does, keep a gratitude journal. Write down, well, in general, just write down things you're grateful for. But to be more specific, write down things you did yesterday, today, this week this month, this year, last year, write down things that would not have been possible if you were not in a strong, healthy body and recognize those and be grateful you were able to experience and live those moments out because of your body. The second or third, I think third thing that has really helped me, this was probably the biggest thing that totally shifted my mindset and completely changed the way I view everything changed my relationship with the gym changed my relationship with myself with food I don't even know what it was like why this was such a significant thing for me but I was on TikTok as one does (laughs) and I saw this video of this girl talking about how we as a society choose a body and make it the perfect body And we've seen through the years, this is always changing. First, it's really skinny, and then it's a big butt, and then it's muscular, and like it's always changing. It never stops. It never stops. And realizing that we are the people who create this reality of this is what your body should look like. And then this girl was saying, imagine that there is no ideal body created. By society and all of a sudden society is thinking of this ideal body and they choose your body to be your body's all of a sudden on the cover of vogue like people are asking you how you get that body all this etc and she said now imagine if you were interviewing with the magazine and you had to tell them the things you did to be living in that body imagine if you were saying all the horrible things that keep your body looking a certain way On the contrary, wouldn't you want to be telling that magazine, oh, I do this, like telling them things that are true ways of caring for your body. I get eight hours of sleep. I drink my water. I stay social and I have fun, but I also know when I need to rest. Things that are the true epitome of loving yourself and taking care of yourself. Wouldn't you want to be telling them those things? So whatever body you land in, and are living in when you're doing those things and taking care of yourself in your truest form that's the body that is healthiest for you and i think having the idea of i have a perfect body you have a perfect body that mentality i have a perfect body that has helped me so much in just sorry i knocked the mic in just accepting my body and it is what it is, you know? Like, 
some days I don't love my body. Some days it's just a body and it's not my favorite thing. I choose not to really look at it, but that's okay because things will fluctuate and you don't have to love your body all the time. You do have to take care of it though and you do have to appreciate it and you do have to show it love even on days when it's hard and even on days when you don't love it. This is another thing. Okay, this next one, cannot stress this enough. This was a game changer. Buy clothes that flatter your body type. I'm not even going to lie and say that there's only, like, that everybody looks good in the same thing. Like, if you want to rock something, you rock it. You wear it. But there are certain clothes that were probably created to fit your body type better, you know? There are, like, I do not like wearing skinny jeans. They do not flatter me. They do not fit me well. If I wanted to go wear a pair of skinny jeans, you go, girl. Like, you go buy a pair of skinny jeans, you wear them. But often when I try to wear things that look good on other body types, I feel really bad about my body type. So one thing I've been doing is buying clothes that I know flatter me and look good on me. And the body I have, I can't change the genetics I have, but I can use them to the best of my abilities and, you know, flatter them. That is something that has completely changed the game for me. And like, there's no going back now. I am a firm believer of this. Like, if there's one thing I can tell you to do, it's probably, well, actually, no, it wouldn't be this, but this is up on the list. Like, top three things that totally changed. I think it's so strange and dumb how even, you know, in the fashion industry, a lot of clothes are created for the stereotypic the stereotypical body type that is being praised in the media and a lot of the mannequins are you know same body type that are usually the one that's being stereotyped and praised and they're all wearing you know the clothes fitting them are clearly all made for that body type and so before I really knew how to I'm still learning but before I really knew how to like what looks good on me I would go try things on and I'd be so sad and and when it wouldn't look good on me and so caught up over, oh, I need to change my body because this doesn't look good on me and I want it to look good on me. What if I changed a piece of clothing and not my body? I don't know. Let that sink in. Like, that's the real question. Why are we, why are we always chasing changing our body as the answer to things? It's not the answer. So that's like my big emphasis. If you take anything away, I encourage you to, like, go, you know, figure out your body type and go try on clothes. Buy something. Like, buying things, don't feel bad for spending your money. I don't know. I used to feel really bad about spending money on myself. Don't feel bad about it. Sometimes it's a form of self-care. Sometimes you need to go buy yourself a new shirt or a pair of jeans or a pair of shoes that look really good on you and make you feel like yourself. And then my last thing, my last tip to end off this podcast is movement and food that benefit your mental and physical health. I have stopped completely trying to force myself to do things that I don't like. I've stopped completely trying to work out for a physical appearance. Every time I walk in the gym has nothing to do with my body. And I've completely stopped trying to force myself to do things because I see people in the media doing it. That is so dumb. 
so dumb. I think that there are things we all should be doing to benefit ourselves. You know, eating, drinking more water, eating a few vegetables is not going to hurt you. But don't force yourself to eat a salad if you hate salad. Don't force yourself to go on a run if you hate running. One thing for me was Pilates. I went through all these phases where I was like, okay, I'm going to start Pilates. Pilates is so good for people. Like, but I hated, I like, I do not like Matt Pilates. I haven't tried Reformer, so I can't speak on Reformer, but I hate Matt Pilates. So why am I forcing myself to do Matt Pilates? Stop turning to the media and letting social media dictate the way you live your life. That's been a big game changer for me. Do things you enjoy, and you truly know what's benefiting you mentally and physically. So listen to that. Don't be searching for other ways to validate. Was that even a word? To validate whether it's benefiting you or not. You know it is. And with that, that's my podcast. Kind of short today, kind of sweet. I have a few guests lined up for the next few weeks, few podcasts, which should be super exciting. Super excited for that. Um, and then I'm also, I was recently a guest on someone's podcast episode should be out soon. So go check that out. That will definitely be posted on my Instagram when that episode's out. Um, always feel free to DM me as usual about anything. I'm always here for you guys. I want to support you. I want to help you guys. Also send over your guest request for the podcast because I'm trying to get more guests on and get those lined up so if you guys have anyone you want to hear totally dm me and i will try to reach out to them and get that as a guest get that person as a guest but i appreciate you all being here and i love you all i'll see you in the next one